the Bible. It's the Word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword. This sacred book is living and active and contains all that's needed for life and godliness. Stay with American Family Radio for the next hour as we study God's Word and take your Bible questions. Welcome to Exploring the Word. Psalm 55, 17. Evening and morning and at noon I will pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. This is Exploring the Word. Bert Harper, Alex McFarlane. But Alex is unable to be with us today. He's traveling, and we're excited about that. Not that he's missing. We really miss him. But it means he's back on the road doing what he has been called to do as an evangelist. And uh, he was on his way back from western Texas and just had to delay and couldn't be here today. But we were going to do something today anyway that would involve us all. It's the National Day of Prayer I hope you've been praying. I hope that you've prayed with people around you, uh, prayed at home or prayed silently by yourself in your automobile, whatever you were doing, but it is the National Day of Prayer. And so we want to celebrate that, and we're going to ask you to join us later on in the broadcast to be a part of it and call in, and if you're willing to pray, we want you to. We don't want to make it a long, long prayer. We want to give time for people to pray and ask God to to just come and meet us. We want to meet him. Uh, we want to agree with God. So I pray that would happen. But as I open this Psalm 55, 17, uh, morning, noon, and night will I pray and and call upon the Lord. Now listen, notice this he says, I will pray and cry aloud. There's this need of crying out to God. Uh, It shows a little bit of desperation. And I think we're living in those days and when we need to be in desperate need of revival, desperate need to hear from God. And so I'm praying that today on Exploring the Word that you'll join us in crying out to the Lord. When I saw that evening, morning, and noon, I will pray, I could not help but think of Daniel. Daniel chapter 6 and verse 10, Uh, you know, Darius had just signed that decree that when they uh, heard and they couldn't pray to anybody but to to their gods, to him. And it says, after that was signed, this is in Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem, He knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his customs since early days. And these men, they were watching. They had their outposts. They were looking for him. But Daniel prayed, and again, that evening, morning, and at noon will I pray. I I really believe that's a good practice on your part. Rise up early, praying, seeking the Lord. Pray with your spouse or pray with your family as they leave and go somewhere. At noon, you may be by yourself, but I know you creep out by yourself somewhere and make it a a private prayer. And then in the evening when you come home, again, be in that attitude of prayer and even pray at nighttime or bedtime. So evening, morning, at noon, I will pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. I love that. He shall hear my voice. This has the idea of not just hearing it 
in a way that he hears the words, but he hears the heart cry. You remember what it says when God was looking for a king to take the place of Saul? And he went to Jesse's house, and Jesse paraded his sons before him, those that were good-looking and tall and strong. And, uh, you know, Samuel knew that neither one of those, either one of those wasn't the one God wanted. And he said, is there somebody else? And he says, oh, yeah, I've got a son. He's keeping the sheep. But I didn't think about bringing him in. And Samuel said, we'll not sit down, though. I see him and brought him in. And, and when he brought him in, he knew. Uh, and, and Samuel just couldn't believe that he was skipping over these tall, dark, and handsome guys and getting this, uh, let me just say it, scrawny little guy to be the king. And God let him know. I don't look on the outward appearance. I look upon the heart. And I want to just tell you, when you're praying, yes, you can be eloquent. You can have the right words. But I'm just telling you, God can look past those words and look at your heart. And that's what he does. He will hear your voice. Today, I've asked two of my friends to come in and pray with us. And again, then we're going to look in the, sometime during the second segment to open up the phone lines and you call in and we want you to pray. But I've asked, again, a dear friend of mine that I is a someone we pray together quite often, Joseph Parker, to come in. And you know he has the program Hour of Intercession and what an important program that is. And uh, honestly, around here at AFR, we know Joseph is a man of prayer. So, Pastor Joseph, thank you for joining us. Good to be with you all today, Brother Bart. Well, I appreciate it more than you can know, and I thank God that God's raised you up uh, for at AFA. Have you noticed this about AFA? It seems like God brings people in here at the right place at the right time. He sure does. I, I've I've just I've been here. I'm going on ten years as being here on staff. Now I was part of the the board before that, but that's what I noticed, and I believe God has you here as a prayer warrior, as an advocate for the unborn, and for even those mothers that have been harmed and those fathers that's been harmed by abortion. They don't know they're doing themselves harm when they're doing it. They think they're escaping something, but they're really going into something. But that's your heart cry and praying for revival. So I wanted you to share with us a little bit and then lead us in prayer. Would you do that? Okay. Well, again, thank you, Brother Bert, for the opportunity to be here uh, with you all today and on the National Day of Prayer. And what a great opportunity is for us to focus on prayer in kind of a unique way on this day. But of course, God calls us to be a people that live a lifestyle of prayer. Uh, in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And, you know, as you were speaking of the, the life issue, you know, I think of this, that it's certainly certainly great to see how God has moved upon the church. More and more you see believers that recognize the great need for us to be praying uh, for our nation as a whole, but praying in particular for the ending of abortion, praying against the tragedy of abortion, uh, repenting for the tragedy of abortion as well, and certainly many believers recognize the need for us to vote pro-life as well. Amen. But it seems that there is a great need in the church for the church to be challenged and encouraged to understand that we don't stop there. There's a great need for the church to recognize the need for us to come alongside and support the great work of pregnancy clinics. And, you know, Brother Bird, I think of this, that yeah. sadly, 
Lots of pastors, they don't even know what a pregnancy clinic is. They don't. And let me, you you and I have talked about it a lot because I, I pastored and I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they win more people to the Lord most of the time than the churches do. Very often. That's they so do. True. I mean, it is, if they want missions and they want evangelism. Mm-hmm. So here you get all of that striving to help this child live and this mother from making a horrible mistake. So all of that's going on. So I agree with you fully, brother. And, you know, Brother Bert, I recently had the opportunity to speak with staff at a pregnancy clinic here in Mississippi that, in fact, is the one that's probably the busiest pregnancy clinic in the state of Mississippi just outside of Memphis. And I, they recently had done a survey of the number of churches in their area of the state, and there was like 500-something churches. And I asked this staff worker, how, how, what kind of support did they get from the local churches? And she sadly kind of chuckled. She said, of the 500-something churches, 13 support us. And I know for a fact that pregnancy clinic struggles. But again, they're the busiest one in the state. And, Brother Bert, one of the sad realities is many churches don't recognize that the pro-life cause is a major mission field. But lots of churches, they wouldn't call it mission at all, sadly. And so it's a great need. There's a great need for the church to recognize that it's a mission field that we need to put up. Time, energy, and finances behind in a much greater way. If you're listening today and your heart is moved concerning, okay, we need to pray, but you need to put feet to your prayers. That's right. That's in evangelism, right. in helping America, in saving lives. Uh, check your church out. See the church budget. See if they can put some of that in. And where you put it, you put it in your mission part right, right there. Right there. You, you're supporting foreign missionaries. Uh national missionaries, but I want to tell you, that one is fighting for life. Joseph, would you lead us in prayer, please, brother? Yes. Father, thank you, Lord, for being El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. Thank you for being our King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you, Lord, for being the God of life and grace and mercy. Father, we lift up the church to you today. Father, flood your church with light, peace, mercy, and grace, and flood the church afresh with a a passion for the spreading the gospel and the passion for life and standing boldly for life and against the tragedy of abortion. Stir us to recognize the need for us to give ourselves to be living sacrifices. Every local church seeking to say, Lord, what do you want us as a local church to do to help end the tragedy of abortion and to help support the work of standing for life and ending abortion? Help us to not shy away from it. Help us to recognize there's a great need for the church to boldly, in love, to preach and teach about the truths of life to also offer the forgiveness of Jesus for those who've gone down the tragic road of abortion and who are hurting, who are paining today and recognizing the need, that the longing they have to be forgiven and healed from having gone down that road. But stir us to recognize, Lord, that there's a great need for every local church to ask the Lord, Lord, what, what should I do to help address this issue, this critical issue in our culture and in our world? Father, thank you for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ as a whole and Thank you, Father, for us as a nation. Help us as the church and as a nation to put you first. Help us to make no graven images. Help us, Lord, to not take your name in vain. Help us, Lord, to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help us, Lord, to honor our fathers and our mothers. Help us, Lord, to not murder. Help us to not commit adultery. Help us to not steal. Help us to tell the truth. Help us to not covet in Jesus' name. And, Lord, anoint us afresh with the spirit of obedience. Help us to recognize, Lord, that 
uh, there's, there's such a need for us to recognize it. So many times we don't need a new word from you. We just need to obey the one we have. You told us you shall not murder and help us to believe that and to live that. In Jesus' name we do pray, individually and as a nation. Help us to respond to your heart, knowing that these are your babies, and you've called us to stand for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, Devin, let's let's make sure we have time for the next prayer before we go to break. And uh, if we can, have time for that. We're doing some housekeeping right here on the air, but we appreciate it. Today is the National Day of Prayer. And we are just asking God to do a great work in our nation, calling us back to him. And so I've asked uh, two individuals to come that work here that I, that I consider prayer warriors. Matter of fact, I know. And, and next is Lene Patrick. And if that last name sounds familiar, uh, she is the wife of our producer here, Devin. And she is the better half. And, uh, no, I, I love these two people. They mean a lot. I remember the first time we kind of got to know them. We were on a trip to the Cove up in and in North Carolina, and they were both there helping. And uh, Jan and I got to know them and appreciate them. But, Lene, I've asked you to come in on this National Day of Prayer and lead us in prayer. Would you do that? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, We come to you and we are so grateful that we live in a nation that not only affords us the opportunity to come to you in prayer, but Lord, that is one of the things that this nation was founded upon. Lord, we are so grateful for the heritage that we have received, that the men and the women who sought to find religious freedom came to this country and they covenanted with you that they would seek you, Lord. And so many decisions, so many things that happened early on were based upon your word and your guidance and your provision, Lord. And we as a nation have, and as a people, we have benefited greatly. Your words said, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And we have seen that played out time and time again, Lord. And we know that your words are true. Your words are faithful. Lord, that is who you are, God. And once again, we come to you. We ask you to forgive us for the times that we have turned our back on you. We have relied upon our own self-sufficiency as individuals, as a nation, and even as your church, God. We have said that we have enough knowledge and enough strength by ourselves. Lord, we have no longer relied upon you, but God, we come back to you. Lord, and we covenant with you and say, God, we trust you. We need you fully. We need you in every step of our way. Lord, just as Jesus prayed, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, I ask that as a people, as believers, as your church, we would begin to see things through your eyes, that our values here on earth would reflect those that are in heaven. Lord, that we would value life. We would value all people that are created in your image, that we would value justice. We would value righteousness. Lord, we would seek those who are lost, those who are hurting. Lord, that we would be your ambassadors here on earth, Father, and that we would be a faithful representation of what it means to be a member of your kingdom. 
Lord, and on a national level, Father, just as men and women over time throughout our history have stood up in their place and said, it is my turn to stand for righteousness and truth for the things of God. Lord, I ask that you would begin to call men and women to those positions of leadership right now in their local communities, in national positions, in state positions, those men and women who know you, who know your voice, who know truth, who know how to abide by your policies, your precepts, and Lord, even those who may not know you yet, but they have a soft heart toward you. Lord, you have used people time and time again that may not know you, but you use it to your benefit and your kingdom's growth. And Lord, we call out to you asking for you to rise up people who this is their time and this is their season to lead our nation back to you, back to a position where we honor you from the state house to our churches and to our homes, Lord. Father, we're thankful for your faithfulness. We are so thankful for your goodness. We're thankful that you do not abandon us. But God, your word says when we call out to you, you hear us. Lord, and so that is what we do. We just ask for your mercy. We ask for your grace to be poured out upon the United States today. Lord, and we ask for your church and your kingdom to grow and be faithful representatives here on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lene. Thank you. What we're doing today is praying. It's the National Day of Prayer. Alex is unable to be with us today. He's traveling, but you are with us and you can pray. And that number, if you want to call and be a part of our prayer time today, it is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. The National Day of Prayer. Won't you call in and pray with us? This is Pause to Pray, a chance each day to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today, we pray for James F. Riley, Director of the United States Geological Survey. His organization studies the landscape of the United States, its natural resources, and the natural hazards that threaten it. Isaiah 55:12 reminds us that the earth is indeed God's creation. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God, we ask you to guide James F. Riley as he leads the U.S. Geological Survey. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team. Today is the National Day of Prayer. It's a day for Americans to join together and lift our country in prayer. Details at pausetopray.org. The Bible describes a Kairos moment as a time when God brings things together or makes a move. Dr. Tony Evans says the trick is holding on till that moment arrives. He'll take us to Galatians 6, 8 for some encouragement as we spend two minutes with Tony. I know you want to quit. Some people here want to quit. I am tired and you've lost heart. I understand. Paul told me to tell you, based on the word of God, don't quit. When you hit your Kairos moment and you all have one, even if you miss the last bus, another bus is coming. When your Kairos due time, he calls it, hits, you'll know it. 
because a Kairos moment will always come with a crisis experience. A Kairos moment is a divine interruption in the normal flow. Moses faced a Kairos moment when he stood on the Red Sea, Pharaoh coming in one direction, the Red Sea in another direction, and God asked Moses, what are you going to do? Okay, and whining, he says, is not an option. The tendency in a Kairos moment is to want to quit because it's a crisis moment. That's why he says don't lose heart and don't throw in the towel because a crisis moment might very well be a Kairos moment where God is now about to bring about a shift based on what you did. For more help holding on until your Kairos moment arrives, check out Tony's 10-message series, The Spiritual Toolkit, available online at TonyEvans.org. Then join us next time for Two Minutes with Tony. says men always ought to pray and not lose heart on this national day of prayer I pray you're not losing heart that God is still on the throne and regardless of what laws are passed regardless of what decrees are made God is still on the throne so men ought always to pray and so today that's what we're doing and Listen, we're getting some people who have called in, and what we're asking you to do is to pray. Uh, we, again, don't make it real long. I'm not. It's sort of bad to tell folks how how long to pray, but uh, I found out when I was pastoring, if the person who was at pray, uh, praying and saying the benediction, if it was long, I'm telling you, people would kind of get restless during that time. So just make your prayer unto the Lord, and we're excited about it. But before we do, I want to share a song with you. You just heard that one and the songs we're doing today. This We're going to play this in, in fully. Remember, cry out to the Lord. The Bible makes that plain that they cried out to the Lord and asked God to do a great work. And so that's what we're going to do. And I pray you're crying out to the Lord as you listen to this song. May you be blessed and may you pray and cry out to God.
Jesus, and we've got people who have called in and they've agreed to pray with us. 
and we're just asking you to pray, and that's what we want to do today. So we're going to go to Georgia and go go to Gail. Yeah, Gail, are you there? Hello? Yes. Thank you for calling. Would you lead us in prayer? Father God, we do cry out to you, Lord. We thank you for this beautiful day, and we ask you for many more, Lord. We cry out for our country, Father. We are broken. We are divided. I ask for unity, Lord. I ask for your guidance, that blind eyes see and deaf ears hear and blinders fall off of people, and that they realize that we are in a spiritual battle, Lord. We are tired, Father, from this battle. We are all exhausted, and we ask for your strength. We ask for your reassurance. We ask for your provision, Father that you will strengthen God and protect us in this fight. Give us all the supplies that we need to win this battle, Lord. I believe there are curses over America, and we break those curses in the name of Jesus and by his blood. Father God, strengthen us, help us, Lord, and be with us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gail. Let me remind you of this passage. It's in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 16. and and as Gail was praying, it, it reminded me of this verse, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much male or female or a young person. It avails much. God hears those prayers. So Gail, thank you for calling. I pray that you would just continue Next, we want to go to Kansas and talk to Forrest. Forrest, welcome. Would you lead us in prayer? Yes, sir. Father in heaven, we have all fallen so short of your glory, Lord, and it doesn't matter who it is. We have all fallen short of your glory. And I just pray, Lord, that you heal this nation, that we all turn back to you. And I pray, Lord... As much for the nation, I pray for the family, Lord. I pray for the fathers. I pray for the mothers. I pray for the born and the unborn land, the people, Lord, that, that um, you've made us, and, and it's your world, Lord. And I just pray that we can understand that and see that and come back to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I ask all this. Amen. Amen, Forrest. Thank you. Thank you, brother. As you were praying, I thought about praying for our fathers and mothers. Sunday is Mother's Day, and uh, what a day for mothers. There's a lot of mothers that will go to church and be excited, but there are individuals that go to church, and they find it difficult and hard. They've not been able to have children. Uh, They've miscarried others' abortion. And I, I know of people who on Mother's Day, some some of those women, they choose not to go into a, a worship service collectively. They stay home during that time. But I want to go back to that part that we song that we sung by third day, cry out to Jesus. There's hope. There's mercy. There's grace. There's rest. And if you find yourselves in one of those categories of having it hard and difficult, This is the day the Lord has made, and he's made it in such a way that you'd cry out to Jesus for those that are hurting, 
those that are helpless, God, just notice what he did in the New Testament to those people who had no voice, to those people who were unclean, and he would touch them, he would use them, and he would tell them that he loved them and had mercy on them. So do that. We're going to go to another prayer today before we go to break, and it's Sharon in Kansas. Sharon, would you lead us in prayer? Yes, sir. Um, Heavenly Father, today my heart is heavy for the young people in our world, in our small town and in big cities. Lord, we know the, the music and the movies that's out there. We just ask you, dear God, that you open their eyes and ears, lead them in a direction that they need to go. Let your Holy Spirit just dwell over all these little kids that, that need you. Their parents may not know God, but let the children lead them if they have to. Lord, put people in places that they need to be. Give us the words we need to say to guide these young folks in the direction they need to go. And this I pray in Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. Amen, Sharon. I, I'm telling you, my heart is moved by these who have called in to pray, and we want you to call in. Uh, in the last segment, we're going to pray, and if you'll call in, we want you to lead us in prayer. And that number, again, I think most of you know it, is 888-589-8840. If you're a prayer warrior and you say, well, I, I don't usually pray on the radio, make this the first time, just as simple as you can. Make it a one-issue prayer if you need to, the way Sharon did. And so call out to the Lord and again, that number is 888-589-8840. And let me give you a verse again before we go to break concerning prayer. It says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Praise the Lord for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. You can use this information right here. Tim Wildman discusses life's most important issues. So you could have a sea turtle alive out there right now that was here during the Civil War. It's like getting a university degree, kind of. Tell the world. <laughs> Here's What's the, the question. question How wide is the wingspan of the world's largest roach species? Listen to the Trivia Friday edition of Today's Issues, Friday mornings at 10 Central on American Family Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia Friday. Woo. He who is often rebuked and stiffens his neck will suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Faced with complaints from parents about the indoctrination of their children, Dr. Natalie Follert, a 6-12 through 12 literary speech coordinator and school district official in Rockwood, Missouri, instructed teachers to create two sets of curriculum a false one to share with parents, and a real curriculum focused on topics like activism and privilege. 
Thanks to virtual learning, parents in the Rockwood School District discovered their schools were pushing critical race theory and teaching children to become social activists via the at-home learning tool called Canvas. In response, Dr. Fowler advised teachers to hide the real curriculum. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. This is Dr. Stephen Rummage with today's Moving Forward Minute. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5 says this about Jesus. He loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. In his lifetime, Jim Harrison has donated 137 and a half gallons of blood. So why would he do that? Well, Jim has a very rare antibody in his blood. And with that antibody, they can make a vaccine that prevents severely anemic newborn babies from dying. Jim's blood has helped save 2.4 million babies. Multiply that billions of times and you have the blood of Jesus Christ. His blood isn't able just to heal us from disease. His blood is able to deliver us from our sin. Jesus is the ultimate blood donor. For more resources, visit movingforwardradio.org. Join me every Sunday morning at 8.30 Central for Moving Forward right here on AFR. Thank you for listening to American Family Radio. Here's a thought from Scripture. And he said to them, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Desperate place, Father. I know you can bear the weight, Father. Take me in your arms as I speak your name. I lift my hands and telling you he knows our needs he knows our hearts but pray we're going to go straight and ask people to pray let me again make it a specific prayer request that you're praying for we've got them all lined up all the phone lines are ready and full we want to try to get them all in so first we go to west virginia and mike mike would you lead us in prayer thank you lord god heavenly father dear lord jesus Holy Spirit, please somehow cause everyone here on this planet to realize that they need you. Amen. And please somehow shut down all false teaching of whatever sort and bring us all to true repentance. 
And said, Be your will, O Lord, in Jesus' name, for your glory. Amen. Amen, Mike. Thank you. Amen. Join in that prayer. Let's go to North Carolina. And Cheryl, would you lead us in prayer? Yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, I would just like to ask you right now to bless every prodigal son and daughter, Lord, that's in our world today, Father. I know from firsthand, Father, that my son has chosen the lifestyle that is not becoming of you. And, Father, I pray every day for him, but not only my son, because I know the pain and the hurt. I pray for all the parents, Lord, that are crying out and hurting. Lord, I raise them in church, Lord. And I, I know so many of them have raised them in church too, Lord, and they have turned out to be a prodigal, Father. I just pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ and your blood that you would just release them, Lord, from the demonic oppression of homosexuality. Father, the teachings in the school about it and everything, Lord, that you would just shut their mouths, Father. They can't even teach it, Lord, that they would have such a discernment. Father, in your name I pray, and I ask your name, you Plead the blood over all of these particles, Lord. In your name I pray and use it with your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm reminded of a sermon I heard by Chuck Swindoll, and he was using a person's name as Frank. He said, Frank's not saved yet. That yet is so true. So, Cheryl, not yet, but I believe God is going to bring those particles home. We're praying. Let's go to Georgia and talk to Andy. Andy, would you lead us in prayer? Lord, our Father who art in heaven, we come to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We give you thanks, Father God. Praise, honor, and glory for everything in our lineup, even everything that's going on in this country, Father God. We ask you, Lord, to use it to open our eyes and our hearts to see what's really going on. God, let us know that it's not no coincidence, Lord, that you used your son as an example of good love for us, Father God, and that the left has got their agenda and it's against the children and the family structure biblically. And Father God, just ask you to open ours and give us boldness, Father God, to bring light, to shed light, to be bright, sound lights in this dark and dying world. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. We're going to go to Mississippi and talk to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, would you lead us in prayer? Yes, I will. Dear much gracious Heavenly Father, we bow our heads and our hearts low before you now. We come against Satan and his demonic forces, and we render him helpless and we accept him dumb. And we command him now to stand down, to cease and desist. That, Father, you will cause this nation to turn around now and come back to you as you call us to repentance. We ask you, God, right now for your mercy and your grace to follow us. We ask you, God, right now that you will call the backslider back to you. And that, Father, you will protect the children that are being abused and neglected. And I ask you, God, also that you will just bring peace and harmony back into this nation, that our government will turn its heart back to you and will lead this land according to what your purposes are. We ask you, God, that your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And we ask you for your forgiveness and for your mercy and your grace. And it's in Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Elizabeth. Praise God. Amen. We're going to go to Indiana, and Jeremy is going to lead us in prayer. Go ahead, Jeremy. Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for today and all the blessings in this day. 
I thank you for all the people listening in this uh, radio broadcast. Lord, I thank you for the body of Christ and my fellow brothers and sisters in this body. I lift up this nation in prayer to you, Father. Please heal this nation. Heal the land. I ask that you please bring us together, and I come against this spirit of division that the enemy has used against us to divide us and to separate us, Lord. And I call my brothers and sisters to pray along with me in this. Uh, Please bless the homeless, Lord, and anyone suffering during this time of, of need. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You're listening to Exploring the Word. This is the National Day of Prayer, and each caller is calling in and praying, and I pray you're joining in. So next is Carolyn in North Carolina. Carolyn, would you pray? Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to come together and touch and agree with all other people across this country. Lord, watch over the minds of our children, Lord. Protect them from all of these negative influences that are coming out. Protect the spirit of who they are. Lord, pour upon us a new spirit, a Holy Spirit, Lord. Enable us, every Christian, wherever they walk, that people see Jesus in us. When we smile, we don't even have to speak a word. But Lord, you said life and death is in the power of the tongue. So let us speak life everywhere we go, to everyone we see, be the person in the drive-thru, Lord, be the person most, uh, especially within our home, Lord. Let all of our children be covered with love so that they don't have to walk across the thresholds looking for significance in gangs and within inappropriate relationships, Lord. Give us love in our homes, give us peace in our hearts, Lord, and give us unity among the body of Christ and beyond, and make us be influencers in this world. In your son's name we pray, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen, Carolyn. Let's stay in North Carolina, and we go to Lita. Lita, would you lead us in prayer? Father, Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you, Father, for being our God and giving us the privilege to be your children, dear God. Father, Lord, may you forgive us for our sins that we have committed in thoughts, in deeds, in anything that is not pleasing to you. Please forgive us and thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to us. Father, today is also like Lord, the the nurses week today, and I pray, Father, for all our healthcare workers that is in our country. May you be with each and every one of us, dear Father, Lord, and thank you for the ser- their service that they're giving, dear Father, to each patient. Help us, dear Father, to be a testimony and inspiration, dear Father, how great you are and for your healing grace. And may you be with our patients, dear Father. May you comfort them and you heal them, dear God, according to your will. And Father God, we pray for all the hospitals in America and all over the world, dear Father. But most of all, Lord, help our people, the land of the free, dear Father, to be free of sins. And Father, Lord, help us to be testimonies to them so that they will hear your word and humble themselves. Help us, Lord, to humble ourselves, first of all, dear Father, so that we could be useful to you, dear God. And most of all, Lord, thank you for your son, Jesus, who died for our sins, dear Father, so so that we could be free from it if we accept him as our personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. And Lord, thank you so much for all your blessings in spite of all the chaos in here, Lord. You still are in control of everything and any viruses, dear God. Thank you so much, Lord. For your healing, for in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Later, thank you. 
Let's go to Mississippi and talk to Jennifer. Jennifer, welcome. Hey, Bert. How are you? Doing good. All right. Um, Dear Father God, we just thank you so much for today that you've given us. Father, we thank you for this wonderful country that we live in. Father, I just pray that you help us to come back to you, Father, that you just wrap our nation with just a hedge of protection, Father, against all other evil forces. Father, I pray for our leaders. Father, I pray that they start making godly decisions, decisions that um, will bring glory to you. Father, be with um, the health care workers, Father, and just help them to make um, right decisions in everything that they do. Father, be with each and every one of us. I just pray that as a nation we can fall on our knees and just ask you for forgiveness, Father. And I just pray that our country can begin to see just how far we have turned from you and that we can start running back into your wonderful arms, Father. We just thank you so much for everything that you have done for us and everything that you will continue to do for us. Father, we just thank you for sending your precious son to die on the cross for us, Father, so that we don't have to bear the weight of the sin of this world. Father, we just thank you so much. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jennifer. By the way, that was my daughter-in-law, and uh, thank you. Okay, let's go to Texas and talk to Samuel. Samuel, welcome. Thank you, sir. Father, I boldly come before your throne right now in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. Father, we love you, we praise you, we magnify your precious holy name, because you alone are worthy of all the glory and honor and praise, O God. Father, thank you so much for loving us the way you do. Dear Lord, we are in need. We are a nation who needs healing, Father, that only you can give, only you can heal, Father, no one else. Father, forgive us where we've uh, turned away from you, Father. Lord, Heal our hearts, Father. Lord, draw us closer to you, and uh, Father, please help us to walk uprightly before you. Empower us by your precious Holy Spirit, O God. Lord, deliver us from anything that is not of you, dear Lord. Surround us with your presence, dear God, and fill us with with your power, O Lord. Help us to be bold, Father, to proclaim your word, Father, to tell the a lost and hurting world about your love and kindness, Father, and that you have the answer to everything we need. Father, you alone, dear God, only you. Our hope is in you alone and no one else. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you so much, Father, and praise you and magnify you because, like I said, Lord, you alone are worthy of it. Now, Lord, I know that in times we've probably failed you, Father. Lord, and uh, Lord, we need you. Amen. We need you there. Though we fail you, you've never failed us. You continue to be faithful, dear God. That's who you are. Father, I just want to pray for every minister, every praise and worship leader, Father, that leads us into your presence. Father, I pray that you would protect those, the men and women that you've called to proclaim the good news of Jesus. I plead the precious blood of Jesus over them right now, Father. You know who they are. Cover them with your mighty hand. Lord, I come against any weapon that would come, that would, the enemy would try to uh, come against uh, these people, Father. Your men and women who proclaim your word, your pastors, your shepherds, Father. You know who they are. Be with them, dear God. I ask all of this in your son's name. 
Yeshua, and I thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Samuel. Let's stay in Texas and talk to Jeff. Jeff, would you lead us in prayer? Yes, sir. Probably all these people are confused and don't know who they are. I don't know if they love me. You know, you know great love for every single human being on the, on the planet. Thank you, Amen. Amen, Jeff. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Amen. Let's go to Georgia and talk to Janita. Would you lead us in prayer? Yes. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. Heavy heart, oh God, we you like never before. You are our God. You're our Father. And without you, we can do nothing. Father God, I pray right now for these United States of America that you would cause us to be the people the united people of this United States of America. Lord, bring us together. Lord, heal our hearts. Lord, remove deception of the enemy that has caused separation. Father God, you put color in everything you created. Father God, you created color of skin. Amen. Help us, oh God, to, to know that color is not put there to divide us, oh God, but we are united people. Give us a heart for one another. Oh, God, give us love for one another in these days that we're in right now. God, show yourself strong. Show yourself mighty. And, God, bring revival in these United States of America. And, Lord, bring revival all over this world because without you, we can't do nothing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Janita. Shirley? Jeff, Kevin, thank you for calling in. Utter your prayers to God. God hears you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the day that we've had. I want to end, remind you, we talk about sometimes we don't know how to pray. Well, we've had kings that didn't know what to do. Jehoshaphat was that way in 2 Chronicles 20:12, and he said, we do, know not, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. May we make our cry out to God. As our eyes are on him, waiting for him to give us the victory that only comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep praying on this national day of prayer.